Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 47, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Welcome everybody. Hi Jay, how are you today? I'm very well. Do you know, you just occurred to me at the beginning of these episodes, you always start with, hi, how are you? And how are you, Jay? And it's like, oh, okay, no, I'm very well. Thank you. Just an observation. Well, I just want to make sure that you know that, you know, that, that I'm noticing that you're there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it'd be really good if you came on and said, hi Jay, how are you today? And there's just nothing. I've been talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> they do say that's the first sign of madness, don't they? Yeah, second sign's answering yourself. And yeah, I, exactly. I do a lot. Of, I do a lot of that questioning and answering myself. It's quite interesting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, must be a thing that you do when you get older. Well, I think I think for me, it's it's um, vocalizing. I find it helps me think if I vocalize. So. I mean, where, wherever possible, it's good to talk, for me, it's good to talk things through with somebody if I'm trying to get, so when I'm developing courses and stuff, I have ideas of what I want to do. Talking it through just helps me get clarity. Mm. But there isn't always someone there to bounce ideas off. So I talk to myself instead. It's fine. We both think I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And to be fair, I do similar things as well. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, we have a wet and windy day here today, and um, despite the wet and the wind, uh, today's topic is commitment. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting topic, because especially at this time of the year, um, with, it, with it being January, and um, people have, may have made New Year's resolutions, and, and often um, they commit to something, but may not actually keep that commitment up so i thought it'd be really interesting to just explore commitment what does commitment really mean how how can it affect our lives why is it important all those kind of things mm. and see where it takes us yeah this could be a really short episode it could be a normal length episode or it could be a really long one who knows <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think Commitment, particularly if we look in the context of resolutions or, or, you know, people setting goals at the beginning of the year. So the common ones are that, that come to mind immediately, just to use as an example, are things like fitness, something to do with fitness or something to do with healthy eating or dieting or giving up smoking, those sorts of things. Well, to do anything like that, if we want to be successful at something, we have to be committed to it because we will always take the easy option. So if um, if we want to get smoking, like when I was giving up smoking, then I kept telling myself, I'm going to give up smoking. I am giving up smoking. I don't smoke. I went through all those sort of affirmations and there were in my case with 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 the smoking there were cravings and, and things at that point where or 
it might be that I'd be with people that smoked that I that I used to smoke with and they would be, oh, come on, you know, do you want a cigarette? And I'd be like, well, no. And then it would go through my head, oh, it won't hurt one, you know, it's been, it's been five days since you had one, it's okay. So to me, looking back at that time, the commitment wasn't there. And yes, I did energy, I did healing through that as well. And I, and well, you and I worked on some of that as well. Mm-hmm. So there were a number of things that took place, but then it got to the point where, no, I am stopping. And I stopped and it was absolutely instant and I haven't touched one since. That's four years ago now. Yeah. So, but when it comes to, you know, with th- from what I observe with other people that I've talked to around things like um, diets or the gym, when y- y- there seem to be kind of, two levels of people possibly so you, you've got so let's talk about the gym then you've got people who are absolutely uh some would class themselves as addicted to it they are absolutely and it doesn't matter what the weather's doing or whatever they will be there they'll get up at five in the morning to get there for six in the morning when it opens or whatever they, they, that is committed to doing the exercise to help themselves get fit then there's the other people that like the idea of it and they like the idea of thinking that, yes, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to get fit. But the commitment that they need on those days when they don't feel like doing it and doing it anyway isn't there. Mm. It's kind of like people who go for runs, um, you know, looking out the weather, the weather's absolutely chucking it down. Oh, well, I won't go today. I'll I'll go tomorrow when the weather's a bit better. Then, yeah, I mean, that's okay if that's what you want to do. But is that being truly committed to what you do? So I think the first step is what does commitment mean to the individual? What does a commitment mean to you, to to whoever's listening to this? Because going three times a week to the gym is commitment as long as you're regularly going to the gym three times a week. Yeah, certainly when I was doing karate years ago, I was really committed to that. And I was training three times a week, but I was also practicing at home as well. So I was really committed to that till I had my car accident and that kind of affected things. But um, so, so I can kind of understand that, whereas recently I've started swimming, <laughs> which is okay till before Christmas and then it's the weather got really cold and I thought I don't want to get out of the swimming pool with wet hair and have to come out in the freezing cold and I kind of it slipped <laughs> but I do wonder if if true commitment comes particularly with something like sport when it's something that we find that we really really enjoy that makes us feel happy yeah. so it, it's kind of more than just doing it to get fit but we do it because we actually love it. We really love it. And, and it, you know, it gives us a sense of real well-being. It gives us a sense of joy. It gives us a sense of um, feeling fit and healthy, sort of a combination of things. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. For example, painting with me and my journey with that. I could quite easily have given up and not done painting on one week. Yeah. But I haven't because I really enjoy it. And it's part of my, 
uh, unwind. It's part of what I do to help me just have some downtime and creative time and just be me in that moment. And just whatever comes out, just outputting on canvas in this case or on a piece of paper or whatever it might be. Mm. But I do it because I enjoy doing it. So I think it's it's a lot easier, isn't it, to be really committed to something when you really enjoy it. So if you're really enjoying a job, for example, you'll be very committed to it. You'll put the time in, you'll go the extra mile. Whereas if you're losing interest in that job or something happens that, that kind of makes you feel uncomfortable or you start to feel like you, you don't want to be there anymore, then that commitment starts to, to, to wane, doesn't it? Yeah. So commitment then could be viewed or one view of it could be if you're committed to it if you're not committed to it then is it the right thing for you anyway yeah so then it links in with desire because if you desire to be fit if you desire to be fit enough then you will do whatever it takes whether that's exercise your diet eating the combination of walking and you know whatever it might be you will do it because the desire is big enough and in you to do that, to instigate the change that you want to make, because you then have to come over, uh, overcome the hurdles of resistance of, yeah, but I don't feel like it today. I don't, you know, um, I mean, I've made a commitment this year. <laughs> so this will be an interesting one to, to follow through the, um, through the podcast over the year. But with my um, fitness watch and fitness app, I've made a commitment to close my exercise, my stand rings and my um, calorie burn to close my rings every day this year. And I'm, I'm absolutely 100% there so far. <laughs> what does that mean? Can you just explain that? Because I don't understand that. And there might be listeners. Okay, no, that. fair enough. So uh, with the watch that I have, um, it links to my phone and I have an app on my phone that basically measures and monitors all sorts of things going on in my body. So it monitors the number of steps I take, for example. So I have an exercise ring, which is uh, a 30 minute. So you have to do 30 minutes of exercise where you're moving faster than three miles an hour. The, the average walk rate for the average person is about three miles an hour without absolutely pushing yourself, but without dawdling. OK, so the minutes that classes exercise are so basically it's about getting your cardio up as long as you're getting your, your heart moving and your, your uh, heartbeat rate up. So you're actually starting to, in my case, walk. So I get to a bit of a sweat. I get a bit of, you know, exercise going and, and blood moving. Then that closes the ring. So then there's the amount of calories that you burn during a day, which some calories are burnt during rest. Some calories are burnt during activity. Mm. Um, so that then it covers that side of it. And then standing is and making sure that you stand for a minimum of 12 hours. So don't stand for the whole of the 12 hours but you stand for a minute or two minutes per hour every hour yeah while you're awake so that you're not just sitting for five six hours and not moving mm -hmm. which i have absolutely done before and i've gone like the last few years i've gone through phases of doing it and completing all my exercises for the day or all my activity for the day and then there have been days when i haven't done it so my intention this year is to do it every day that I possibly can. So the only reason I won't do it is if I'm ill. So if I'm if I physically can't get out of bed and then that might be a, a, a reason why I couldn't achieve my 
my calorie burn because I would have to go out walking. And if I'm not able to, then that's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But my intention is to be fit and healthy and be able to do everything this year. So that has come about because I have a desire to be fit and healthy. And I, I've always done my walking. I'm much more conscious about what I'm eating now. I'm much more um, more aware of having a variety of vegetables or, or, or whatever. So not just eating the same things, even though I ate healthily before. There, were, there is a tendency, again, as it comes down to commitment, there's a tendency to fall for the easy things. Oh, well, I know that. And we, end, we you know, I ended up in a cycle of maybe 10 meals that I would cycle around over a couple of weeks mm-hmm. rather than trying new things with using the same vegetables in a different dish or using different vegetables in a dish you've never had before, for example, you know. So I've become much more aware of, of the whole thing for me. So my commitment to myself and now publicly, apparently, I guess I've just talked about it on the podcast, is that I am going to I am going to do this level of activity every day for this year. Now, there are going to be days from experience. This isn't manifesting it. This is just from experience and observation. There are going to be days when I'm going to wake up or things are going to be busy and I'm going to be overwhelmed possibly where I'm going to say oh I'll leave it today I won't go out for my walk today to get my exercise ring closed and then I'm going to that's when the commitment comes in of no you said you were going to do it look at the track record you've got so far this year don't blow it Mm. just get up and go but I know that those conversations are going to come at some point well, but whenever you make commitment to, to anything, whether it's to doing something or whether it's a commitment to somebody that you're in a relationship with or um, or whatever it might be, there's always going to be stumbling blocks, isn't there, that's going to make you think, is this the right way forward for me? And And it's taking that time to just stop and think what's going on here I've made a commitment here so I need to honor that commitment whatever that commitment might be whether that's to completing a project at work or um like you're doing with your exercise um we just need to be aware I think that there can be resistance and stumbling blocks that that come in the way that we actually need to perhaps address to help us to to keep that commitment going yeah and interestingly, what came up when you said about relationships, commitment to someone in the relationship, what came up was that that old phrase of, you know, being in a relationship is a sacrifice. And some people see that it's about compromise and sacrifice when you're when you're committing to somebody else. Mm, that's interesting. So if you if you if you feel that it's a sacrifice, then you're not. The desire of doing whatever it is you've committed to isn't there. That that passion for it, it's um, begrudging. It it's reluctancy. It's, it's a duty. duty. It's a duty, mm. rather than I'm doing this because of through love. I'm doing this from the heart because I love this person. And and that then flags up for me that if you are really committed to something or someone, it's because it's coming from the heart. It's because you love that person or you really love what you're doing. 
and and if the love's there if you're doing it from the heart then it's much easier for the commitment to be there okay End of silence so no no what's come up from okay so going back to your sportsman going back to um, the sportsman analogy that you mentioned earlier so someone who excels at sport and has the commitment to do the training they need to do to get to so, you know, so let's say olympic athletes you know at that sort of level hmm. then they, they must do it because they love it they must do or or what came to mind was if you look at tennis players who are at that level so the wimbledon level mm -hmm. tennis players not all of them or no i'm not saying they don't love it but there is also a lot of um i'm going to use the phrase because it's what's come to mind but as i'm going to, i'm going to use it anyway of bullying them to do the training they need to do to have the commitment so the commitment might be the coaches commitment rather than the players and there's been plenty of instances of this being talked about by coaches who when they retire or when they write their books and their memoirs saying yeah but I was I was absolutely forced into this and it was my dad or my mum or my coach or my it wasn't coming from them yet they still excelled they still got to that point of excellence Hmm. So is that their commitment or is it the, someone else's commitment and them or is it their commitment to the person and therefore the trust in the person that's pushing them to do it? I don't know. It's just what came to mind when you were talking about that. It's interesting that, isn't it? So think of think of. Um, OK, another other examples then. A kid who decides they want to play an instrument and the parent says oh well you know play the violin because i didn't get the chance to play the violin and you'll enjoy it i don't know whatever the kid starts taking it up and playing it and they're doing it because they enjoy doing it hi charlie i can hear you barking in the background he, yeah, he likes he's, he's um he's talking to the dog next door all oh, right <laughs> poppy is uh is um chuntering the one next door <laughs> um but then then comes to the door the child decides that they don't want to do their practice today. And then the parent gets on their case and says, well, you need to do your practice. You committed to doing the practice. You, where does that come in? And the same with exams or the same with. That's, see, to me, that's the parent trying to live the life, their life through the child, instead of allowing the child to actually decide what they want to do. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because how do children learn about commitment if they're not pushed to do things? But there's the difference between being supportive and encouraging them and bullying them into doing it. And maybe that's where the grey line is. Maybe it's, 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 so yeah, absolutely. You can't learn because, commitment because, you until know, you learn commitment. When you, when you have a bad day, when you have a, have a bad day and there's a resistance and you really don't want to go out training, look at the athlete for example having a coach there who's supporting you and saying come on you can do this i know you're tired i know we've, we've worked really hard recently but 
but you can do this and I'm right here standing behind you and I'll be down at the track with you, you know, cheering you on from the sidelines kind of thing. But then, then that's very different to saying you've got to be there, you're in that competition and, you know, we can't have you backing out, la, la, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, it, to me, it, it, it's a difference between having someone there that's supporting you in the background to having someone there that's bullying you. Because if you're being bullied into doing something, that feels so wrong to me because... Because that is then the other person pushing you to do something that maybe your heart isn't in it. And if your heart's not in it, then you're not fully committed. So actually, are you really going to reach your potential? You might be able to get to a high level in something, but are you truly going to reach your potential as a person, as an athlete, as a whatever it is that, you know, if it's in a job? Is it going to make you really happy? So then the question is... Is it your potential? Is it your commitment or is it someone else's? So are you doing something because you want to do it or are you doing something because someone else wants you to do it? Exactly. And if it's because someone else wants to do it, then should you actually be doing it? Should you be looking at whether that's what's right for you? Because actually we all need to be self-serving and i think we've we've discussed this before and when we're self-serving we're doing things for our highest good doesn't mean we're being selfish it just means that we are doing the things that make us happy that's for our highest good and um and that's really important because if you're doing it for somebody else it might not be for your highest good it might be depending on the situation but it also it might not be for your highest good and so so then maybe you need to be looking at whether it is the right thing for you and we have touched on this before the then what's coming what's popping into mind now is then it's about resistance sorry so when when something is hard when you find something hard, then are you actually moving towards your highest potential and your highest good? Because we know if we're on purpose, we are in flow, or we get into flow. So therefore, everything becomes easy. So then if there's resistance, is that an indicator that actually maybe this isn't for your highest good? Or could it also or and or be just an indicator of there's a learning here? It could be both, couldn't it? And and that's something that only you can decide by um, by going inward and, and feeling what feels right. And I've certainly experienced, especially over the last couple of years, at times when there's been resistance around something. And actually, it's because I've needed to address things, because I've needed to learn things to get greater insight and understanding for me to then move back into flow Um, and it could have been very easy for me to just give up and go walk away don't do this Um, with with the particular situation I'm thinking of but but because I had commitment because I know it's something that I love I've stuck with it but there's been a huge amount of learning and a massive exponential 
learning curve that I've needed to go through. And had I not had the commitment, I probably wouldn't have gone through that. So it kind of, it feels like it's all interlaced. Mm -hmm. There's a surprise um, for our, one of our conversations. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're going to achieve your potential, there needs to be commitment. But there's likely to be some big learning to go through, which can stop you being in flow. If you don't have the commitment, then you're not going to put yourself through that learning. Yeah, you'll give up. You'll just give up. But if you just give up, then you need to be examining why. Why have I just given up on this? Is it because actually it's not for my highest good? It's not something that I really enjoy. And so the commitment's not really there. Or it, or is it that actually I've got myself in a, in a situation where I actually need outside help and I haven't asked for it? Mm -hmm. You know, there, there could be so many different reasons. So... You know, sometimes sometimes it's right to give up and walk away for something, but but I would never personally, I would never give up on anything or anyone actually, without having done everything I possibly can to try and move things forward in a way that's for the highest good of all. Yeah, and I can think of countless <laughs> things well, like, that, you know, I've, I that just, I've I just. Yeah, if I just look back at relationships that I've been in, people have, have said to me before, I don't know how you lasted so long in that relationship. And it, it's like, but I was trying to do everything I could because I was committed to make things right until I got to a point where I realised that actually I couldn't change the other person. I was never going to change how things were. And I'd done everything I possibly can, could. But I needed to know within me that I'd done everything I possibly could to make that work yes and i think that's the point the commitment is there and we go through i mean i can think of loads of examples from from my life as well where i've pursued it to such a point that i then realized that it isn't isn't right rather than just giving up at the first hurdle to use another sports analogy yeah. um then i have pushed forwards but the the secret if there is one behind it is to recognize when you're pushing through because there's a learning for you to push through and because life does throw up challenges or when you're pushing through for the sake of pushing through because you're you're you've gone too much down the commitment and possibly stubbornness of i've got to make this work because i'm committed to it rather than taking that step back and saying Okay, when I started this, this was right for me. Is it still right for me? Is it still for my highest good? Because if it is great, I need to push through. If it's not, then what is right for me now? So that flags up for me with commitment is that actually is the commitment that we need to make to ourselves and what's for our highest good. And if we take commitment to ourselves rather than to the sport or whatever else it might be, the job. If the commitment is made to ourselves and we're committed to making sure that we do everything for our highest good, would that then make it easier for actually pushing through the learning 
and also recognizing when actually something isn't for our highest good anymore we've learned what we needed to from that situation or that person or um that experience and now it's time to make a slight change in direction yeah i like that that feels right to me because you know our journey is our journey and it's and and whilst whilst we walk alongside other people and that's the way that i see it you know if you're in a relationship with somebody you each have your own journey but you're walking alongside each other so you can support each other as you go through your own journey but your journey is your journey yes therefore to me it makes sense that any commitment actually needs to start with yourself being committed to yourself being committed to what's right for you being committed to what's for your highest good and then it feels like everything will drop into place and will um help you to stay in flow so if you commit to be the best you can be i'm committing to be the best person i can be yes then the way you express that through your life, through your journey can vary. But if you feel that, right, I want to be the best I can be. So that means that my body physically, I need to be the best health I can be. So therefore, I'm going to do this, this and this regarding my diet, regarding my exercise, regarding my whatever. And that's what I'm committing to. But I'm committing to that because that's part of my commitment to be the best I can be. And you can take that into anything job scenario, can't you? To any scenario, really, because if you're committing to be the best you can be, then any job will give you the learning that you need for you to develop and advance. But anyone that's you know, look, people that have have been in in jobs where there's been um, a career path. They've stayed in jobs whilst they've developed and then moved into something with more responsibility or different experiences that will add to what they've already learned. Um, So, but it's at the end of the day, it's what's right for you, what you can learn from it. And then there's other people that may have stayed in one job for a long time, but there's been a lot of change around them. So their learnings come from change going on around them. So that might be different people coming in, and their approaches being different or whatever it might be. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So so, so what I'm trying to say is that being committed to yourself doesn't mean that you have to job hop or or anything. It means that it's it's more to me, it's more about the, the learning that you can get from any situation. So it might be that you stay in one job for 10 years because there's so much for you to learn. So it might be that you know your role inside out, but your learning then comes from your interaction with other people. Yes. But equally, you might be um, you might be in a role for two or three years and then have a promotion and take on another role where there's more responsibility and what have you, and, and, and your learning's different. So everybody's learning's different. But if they've got their commitment to themselves then they'll know what feels right for them. And if they 
if what feels right for them, if it's what feels right for them, then they'll stay committed. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So, so to me, the key thing that's come out of this discussion this afternoon <laughs> is that commitment has to start with yourself. It has to start with yourself and being committed to yourself and reaching your own true potential as a person, as a human being. Yeah, regardless of what what um, ways that takes. So whether that's being a professional sportsman or whether it's being an artist or whether it's being a, a solicitor or a I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or you know, well, anything. Or a father. Or, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But it comes back. It it comes back to committing to yourself to ensuring that you have all the experiences that are for your highest good that will give you growth and allow you to reach your full potential. Yeah. I think that's where we leave it. Yeah. Possibly a subject to explore a bit further in, in the future, but um, certainly at, at this point, I think that's given given me a lot to think about i don't know about you but i'm sure it's given the listeners a lot to think about as well it's always it's always good to get perspective and like i said right at the beginning of this podcast today is i think by speaking out loud so just by having these sorts of conversations with you it's always helpful yeah it's great yeah it's always interesting isn't it how, how things come up so yeah thank you thank you very much and on that note, thank you, listeners. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.